0: hey 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 welcome back to on the Wheel, a one-of-a-kind podcast where you get to go behind the wheel with me and tune into some of the most spontaneous authentic conversation with people from all over the world and from every walks of life in this episode we feature a good friend of mine andrew now he's currently a medical student in the city of indianapolis in our conversation, we reminisce about our time together here in Los Angeles, California, and the hikes we've been on. Andrew shares his experiences, tips, and tricks, as well as the challenges that arise as he pursuits his dream while being a husband and a father. Here are some highlights of this episode.
1: I mean, for those people who don't know, it's, it's literally, you know, like at the summit of a mountain, mm-hmm. and on one side. It's just the ocean, the Pacific Ocean. On the other side, you just see the valley, and it's like it, it brings perspective, you know, and live day by day. Well, I appreciate that. But I definitely have to give credit to my wife, Catherine, because mm. without her, it definitely wouldn't be possible.
0: We need to go back to more of a family oriented of life where we stay together and stay united so that we can overcome adversity and celebrate when it's joyful and to go uh, farm right and they do not have the consciousness of a doctor. To be a doctor is not a big task, the thing you can learn and it takes longer time, the data, the actual facts, but the, con- the doctor consciousness which which is something that I didn't understand before, but recently I read a book called Queenology and Kingology, which is a study of queen and king.
1: That's one of my passions as well as mentorship. Wow. Um, yeah, especially for, uh, for minorities that don't Okay,
0: have... guys. Okay, <laughs> guys. Now, Andrew promised if you're listening to this and you aspire to be a medical student, he's going to help you. This is the perk of being on this podcast, okay, guys? Listening to this, exclusive on-the-wheel <laughs> offer only. <laughs> Andrew offer exclusive mentorships for... <laughs> <laughs> for listeners on this podcast reach out to andrew seriously
1: um or just to talk you know yeah. you're human you you don't always have to talk about what the patient is there for you can mm. you know break the ice make them feel a little more calm you know let them know mm. you know for instance that they're into sport or you can talk about sports for a little bit
2: you mm. know so social skill
1: yeah definitely yeah. um it's really 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 important Definitely uh, kindness. Mm. If he if he if he displays kindness mm. to other people, mm. then I, yeah, I can't ask for anything else for for other people as well as
0: himself. As Andrew, well as himself. I want you to be my dad, please. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Keep listening for the full story and mentorship opportunity that is exclusive to our podcasts. Other than that, let us dive right into this episode with Andrew and I. So what's ha- what's happening, man? So good. Thank you for finally like agreed to come up to this podcast and and speak.
1: Yeah, of course. I'm okay. um, happy to be here.
0: Yeah. So, uh can you um do you remember how we became friends? How <laughs> did it all start? Yeah. Out?
1: Yeah, it's actually it's crazy, you know, because I feel like we came full circle since I mean, you know, you well, we'll go back to the beginning. So I was, this was during the pandemic, I was, um, so I knew that Catherine, who's my wife now, who was my girlfriend back then, was pregnant, and I had already been planning to marry her, Mm. Um, so I was, nobody knew about the pregnancy except Catherine. Mm. (laughs) So my mom, I had told my mom that I wanted to propose, and um, eventually we just decided to to go through with it. Um mm. and she was like, We should record it. And I was like, Okay, I guess.
2: <laughs> okay.
1: Um, and she's like, No, no, we should do it because you know, like when you have kids in the future, they're they're gonna want to see it. And I was like, mm, Okay,
2: mm.
1: well, we should, yeah. So I was like, but I don't know anybody. Mm. So she I don't know how my mom knows all this stuff, but she knew <laughs> that Evelyn
2: uh-huh.
1: took pictures yeah. and that you did recording.
0: Yeah, Evelyn um, is my wife, my spouse.
1: Yep, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> I was like, okay, yeah, let's let's do it. And so mm-hmm. you came over that one day. Uh-huh. um, probably maybe like a month before I proposed. <laughs> yeah, and, I think uh, so. That's when we met. Mm-hmm. You know, we I feel like we kind of just clicked right right off the bat, you know?
0: Yeah. Yeah, and then the, the significant things is we exchanged books. So what book do you remember? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> What was the book that we exchanged?
1: So I think I no, you gave you me the body. Me... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, then yeah. I gave you Ishmael, right?
0: Ishmael. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah, one yeah, yeah, yeah. Phenomenal right. book, guys. If you're listening to this and you haven't re- read Ishmael yet, please pick up Ishmael yeah. and I'll link it somewhere. It's amazing. But yeah, so we exchanged book. And then we shot it, and then what happened? What what happened after that? We just kind of kick off and slowly kind of start talking and going. Yeah, yeah.
1: I think uh, I think we had shared um about like maybe filming, like interest in filming and, and things mm. like that. Mm. And I think from what I remember, we started going like on hikes, mm. just talking, right?
0: Yeah, I mean, I don't remember all the hikes we went on, but. Obviously Stunt Road and Shuron Road is the yep. it's like when we think I think of our friendships. Yep. Um guys, Andrew and I have been friends for a while now. He's he's a student, he's a medical student in what city, Andrew? Indianapolis. Okay. Yep. And you've been going there for how long now?
1: Um, so I just finished up my second year, so I'm gonna be starting
0: my third year soon. Okay. Amazing. I heard your white coat ceremony is coming up. So yeah. that's amazing. <laughs> I gotta celebrate yeah. you. But anyway, the uh the stunt road, we'll go back into that. But the stunt road and shuren road is a highlight of our relationship as friendship because whenever even when you're not here, because you show that me that place and it's so gorgeous, you know, when I'm up there, uh if I'm running across like um a bad day or just having an argument with my spout or not feeling well, whatever, right? Mentally, I would go up there and it almost most likely, actually all the time, whenever I go there, I would get like feel a lot better and more at ease and just have more appreciation for life. So that's a spot that really like signify the, what you mean for me in, in this, in the friendship. So I really appreciate that from you.
1: Yeah, that's good to hear. I mean, likewise, but one thing I love about that place is, Mm -hmm. I mean, for those people who don't know it's, it's literally, you know, like at the summit of a mountain Mm -hmm. and on one side, it's just the ocean the pacific mm-hmm. ocean and on the other side you just see the valley and it's like it, it brings perspective you know and so like you said like when you know you have all this stuff going on in your life you can go up there and just kind of like remember like that a lot of the problems that you have mm. really aren't that big of a deal you know? why
0: why though why does it do know? that why well you know do what that I
1: mean? you? maybe because you realize how small you are
0: you know because
1: <laughs> you also got the the sky and
0: it's, uh, I don't know. Yeah. So you're not too big. So feeling big is like being close to your ego. You're like, I'm all this exactly. big and it's all encompassing all my problems. And then you're out there. You're like, oh, well, <laughs> that's not big of a deal. It's kind of small exactly. compared to the rest of what's going on. Oh, wow. Yep. That's cool. That's cool. Okay. We got to we gotta go there. Uh, when you, you get back, we got to walk that. And then when you get back, we're going to do a podcast while walking that hike. Right. mobile good. podcast yeah there's a caching conversation on the hike it'd be awesome we should definitely get uh, some visuals too yes and actually yeah. this since we mentioned it this um episode definitely will include a few clips of that in the promotional cool. instagram professional video that i do so i have some stocks and maybe i can go out there and take some quick drone shots so it'd be special uh that'd be nice yeah yeah so yes we know that you are a student over in Indianapolis. And you've been there and you also raising your family there. You have yep. your first son, he is two now. Yeah. Kai. Yeah, Kai is I hope I get to meet him when you bring him back. Oh, here. Uh up. but you you know what I'm really interested in, and I think I admire um is your process as the a medical student. And that has been encompassing your life, your entire life. And yep. being like away from you for so long. This is my opportunity to get to know you uh in like an hour an hour and 10 minutes about the sure. life that you have spent there the last you know two three years and just raising family having kai what was it like through that process yep. you know just just chop it share sure share. sure yeah.
1: well i'm gonna be 100 honest yeah <laughs> it yeah, wasn't yeah. it wasn't easy it hasn't okay. been easy okay um but um so i'm originally from california you yeah. know i I was born and raised there, never lived anywhere else in my life. Um, So making the decision to move my family, which is my wife, Catherine, and my son, Mm. Kai, just just us three, Mm. um, to Indianapolis was, it was a tough decision for sure. Because Mm. first of all, new parents Mm. um, and, you know, taking on the challenge of medical school, Mm. I think even without a kid. Mm. would would be would be tough you know um but um again made the decision we moved away the move itself was you know pain
2: Mm.
1: (laughs) you know we had to get a hiring other like a moving company and Mm -hmm. and it was really expensive yeah so i'll say that for whoever wants to move across the country (laughs) think twice or just sell everything and rebuy it
0: (laughs) be ready be ready
1: yeah yeah, so um you know, but the support that I got from my family
2: mm.
1: definitely made, you know, all the difference. Mm. My brother and my my father-in-law, yeah, they drove our car along with our dogs um with whatever didn't fit in the moving um van that we that we were able to get. Mm. They drove our car across the country, so big mm. experience for them, but you know, I'm really grateful for them. Mm. Um, you know, I had my mom. My mom flew with me um when I moved over here. My stepfather, he actually helped me look for a place out here. Mm. Um because Kai was born uh he was two months when I started medical school. <laughs> wow.
2: wow. Yeah,
1: which is insane. <laughs> wow. Um so you know, Catherine had to stay back for a little while because Kai needed to get a little older before he could fly. Mm. But yeah, so uh, year one, that was, it was, it was a very, very tough transition. Yeah. Um, just the workload. Wow. Um, You know, I've, al- I feel like I've always been a pretty good student,
2: mm.
1: but I've always procrastinated. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I try to do, I try to get the most out of doing the least amount of work possible, you know? Mm. Mm. <laughs> um, so it, that didn't work.
2: Yeah.
0: It
1: doesn't, it doesn't work in medical school at all. Uh there's just too much information. you can't cram. Yeah.
0: Can't, can't cram
1: Not at all. so it took it took some time, but um, I had to learn what worked for me and what worked for mm. me was scheduling, mm. making sure that um, you know I I made time for studying mm. and um, for family as well. Mm. but it took a long time. it took it took a really long time to me for me to figure out um some sort of balance and i say some sort because i feel like there really wasn't any like a particular way to get that balance Mm. but i tried you know yeah and then so as far as family um that was really challenging Mm. you know we had a three-month-old
0: yeah in in a new
1: city no family yeah he wasn't sleeping my wife wasn't sleeping oh i wasn't sleeping Oh. I was studying <laughs> I wow. was studying yeah. I was studying like eight to twelve hour days and
0: Oh my. Yeah.
1: So um I learned a lot about myself.
0: Yeah. And what? Um, yeah. What did you learn about yourself? I learned that I'm more capable
1: than I previously thought. Wow. Um, yeah, so I think Going into medical school, I was a little intimidated. Mm. Um, You know, I don't come from a family of, you know, in academia or, you know, I don't have any physicians in my family. So, yeah, I kind of was going in blind. Yeah. So there was all there's always been like a doubt in my head. Like, Mm. can I really do this? Can I really do Mm -hmm. this? Like just medical school by itself. And then, you know, adding trying to raise a family.
0: Yeah just adds
1: to that you know like so it um yeah so I just kept going forward you know and yeah. I think something that one thing that you told me that like that really helped was just you know live day by day because mm. you know when I started and I was thinking wow I have to do two years of this mm. you know just studying nonstop. Mm. And for people, for those who don't know, the way that um, most medical schools are structured is that the first two years are all, you know, um, you know, class-based, where you're learning, you know, like biochemistry, anatomy, mm. um, pathology, and all that. So the first two years, it's called didactic learning. So it's just uh, mostly lectures and, and then taking exams. So
0: hmm. make sure you know the basic stuff.
1: The material, yeah. Exactly, yeah. yeah. And then the the, the last two years, um, are hospital based where you're actually in the hospital, part of the mm. the team, and and learning,
0: um, on field. You
1: know. Exactly, yeah.
0: That's where the fun and begin, bro.
1: Yeah, I know. <laughs> so that's that's just, that's gonna start this year, you know, okay. in a couple months.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Wow, wow that's pretty incredible. It seemed like there's a lot of has been nonstop challenging. You said that because of the challenges. You grew more and you, you, you get to know yourself more, that you are more capable than you think. And that's right. something quite phenomenal, you know, like being form under pressure. You know, um, I think that's the more I think about it, I start to realize that that's just the way life is, is that we all grow. But growth is a process of breaking through and it's never as comfortable whatsoever. It's like breaking out, you know, getting out of the womb. That's an uncomfortable process Um, that transitions from, you know, Kai going from just water worms and supported environment to like self-sustaining. So now it's like figuring out who is self, who is me and what am I capable of? And to be honest with you, I have to like really honor you and I respect you for like doing what you're doing. It's incredible. It's so a stupid human power. Ba- when I think about what you do, I'm like, nope, not doing it. <laughs> <laughs> not doing that. I would rather go out and, and jump oh. off a building, do some flips. Uh, <laughs> but really the 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 mental capacity uh, that you have to be like in that kind of stress and be able to be level-headed and then raise a kid, be with your wife. Um, I admire you.
1: Well, I appreciate that. But I definitely have to give you credit To my wife Catherine, because Mm. without her, it definitely wouldn't be possible. Yeah, she's had to take on so much. Yeah, you know, the responsibilities of raising our son and you know supporting me because Mm. I mean, (laughs) Mm. it's it's not a walk in the park. So
0: wow, yeah,
1: you know, I tip my hat off to her because process and definitely makes it easier. Wow, you know, being able to have a supportive spouse and then um, you know, like I. I think i mentioned this to you before yeah like a lot of my classmates are you know in their early 20s yeah and you know coming straight out of um the university so yeah they they definitely don't have the same amount of responsibilities as me mm-hmm. yeah and they they usually um they usually let me know that <laughs> they're always like i don't know how you do it with a kid mm. um but I always think like I think of it as a you know I think of it in a positive way where mm. a lot of my friends after a tough day they they go home and they have to be alone or you yeah. know because they don't have family around yeah um and that can be tough you know you just you're just sitting there stewing and what mm. what you could have done better mm. you know mm. um but for me I feel like I can come home yeah. and just completely forget what happened Aww. during the day because you know I, I come home to a, a smiling face. My son Aww. doesn't care. He doesn't care what happened during the He doesn't day. He care just, about does your test.
0: No. He doesn't care about your teacher yelling at you today for not knowing your material. <laughs> he, yeah, he doesn't care about any of that. No, I so, no, don't give a damn about anybody. <laughs> yeah.
1: So it's it's nice to to come mm-hmm. home to that unconditional love and
0: Mm, wow!
1: And just spend that time with my son, and and then see how much he's been growing, and and mm. it's been great. So wow. I definitely think, see it as a positive.
0: Wow! And I think I think that's why I'm going to go to you when you graduate, because <laughs> you, uh, the quality of you going through medical school, um, is a different quality now that I understand human quality a little bit more. That when you accomplish this task, it's gonna be you're gonna reverence it. You're gonna have so much love and appreciation for it because you have put in so much work and you guys have been through so much together. And I think, um, you know, I I can see that day where I get to invite and celebrate your your success. And and we always celebrate along the way, but I wanna celebrate you and I will continue to do that. That's what I love doing uh for my friends. So I'll yeah, celebrate sure. you.
1: I appreciate that yeah, no i big, definitely appreciate big
0: accomplishment. that accomplishment wow and you're still alive that's a big accomplishment you... <laughs> <laughs>
2: yeah i know Oh man oh
0: wow yeah, okay so that's that's really awesome you come home and you get support from wife and the kids and just helps you you know go through life well it it's really makes you understand that it's worth it. The thing that you're doing is not for yourself. You're doing it to take care of your family and at the same right. time pursuing your your purpose. And it's really fulfilling right? you know that you are doing this well, not just for you, because I don't know if an individual have that kind of power. Uh, but when it's like share, your family is supporting you and people are always cheering you on. And you're like, you got it. And your family, right. your mom and dad, and your brother and sisters, and everybody trusts in you and have faith um which is something that i honestly was grateful because my sister when i was start doing when i start doing parkour at the beginning of the journey nobody knew what that was even to the world it was an early wave of of happening and and my family didn't know what it was they just thought i was crazy and just out climbing things and hurting myself <laughs> um but my sisters were always there you know like hey you got it and we we support you and it's cool you know um, and they appreciate that, and that really gives me a sense of groundedness, and and also friends, those who do the same thing. So um, I definitely think that we need to go back to more of a family oriented way of life, where we stay together and stay united, so that we can overcome adversity and celebrate when it's joyful. And you know, right. recently, right? You said you have a brother, and your brother Anthony. Guys, we just I just got the honor of um, filming. Mm -hmm. andrew brother uh uh, proposal and the baby reveal gender reveal party (laughs) guys so this is family we are talking about from stranger friend to family and now i'm involved with with your family in different way and so uh but your parent you know your family just so kind and beautiful and i love your mom it's amazing (laughs) i get when i get to know her a little bit more this time you know like communicating a little bit and talk to your dad a bit and uh, it's just really kind people, and I can see how you can accomplish such a task. I can't because really none of, like you said, none of my family believe in these things. You know, they barely graduate at high school; not even fifth grade, third grade. They're taking out of their school to go uh, farm rice, and they do not have the consciousness of a doctor. To be a doctor is not a big task. The thing you can learn, and it take longer time. The data, the actual facts, but the con- the doctor consciousness which which is something that I didn't understand before, but recently I read a book called Queenology and Kingology, which is a study of queen and king. And they say that you can only be king and queen if your consciousness is queen consciousness, Mean you're being believed that you are a queen. The only way is like you can be stripped naked and without your crown, you still know that you're a queen. Same with a, a king. You can Earth. be stripped naked and beat. You know in your heart that you are a king. And when you put the crown back on, it's just like, yeah, of course, you know, I'm a king. So, yeah, right. a doctor consciousness, that's what you are going into. And then you feed off of your friends at school like, oh, yeah, we're here to be doctors. Yeah, duh, duh. Yeah. that's the norm. But for me, I just can't imagine that being possible at all. It's not even in my consciousness that, oh, yeah, Chen can be a doctor. Um, I wouldn't even try. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I think you could do it. But yeah, again, it, it's a. It all depends on what you want, you know? Right. If you really want it, you can do it.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Now I start to, to, to become into that consciousness of like, okay, yes, we humans have the brains that is the most miraculous things and our life is more miraculous than anything. things. And we can do absolutely anything we set our brain, our mind to with love, with support, sure. being the right, you know, obviously with all the elements. But um, sure. we all have a purpose. We all kind of have a different way of, sharing yourself here in this on this planet, sure. you know, and and so your your task is to be a medical student. And so I'm going to ask you some more here sure. uh, as I prepare my agenda. I wanted to ask you advice for aspiring medical students um, sure. that is starting or wanting to apply for medical school and share your um, journey so far to just get to where you are. You already accomplished a lot. Perfect. And so share some of that for people who are inspired listening to this. Um, like, like what? It, yeah.
1: Sure. Yeah. So I think the first thing is you have to start believing it. Mm. It goes to what you were saying, you know? Mm. Um, I think for a lot of people that don't have physicians in their family, mm. um, it can, It can seem impossible because Mm. first of all there's so much that you have to learn about the process to get into medical school Mm. that it can be really overwhelming Mm. um there's so many different classes you have to take there um you know the process for medical school takes you know over a year um you know you have to do all these interviews you have to Mm. you have to write so many essays for different schools and where you want to apply. Right, There's just a lot that you have to mm. learn. So it, it can be overwhelming.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But I think if you tell yourself that it is possible, if you, like, for instance, for me, I never felt comfortable telling people what I wanted to do for a living. I never wanted to tell mm. people, oh, I, I'm going to be a doctor. I would, mm. because it just felt, it felt wrong.
2: Mm. It
1: felt like um, that, I wasn't certain that I was going to be able to do it mm. because of how hard it is to get into medical school. And then, you know, even completing medical school, you know, like mm. I wasn't sure if I had, you know, the, the ability to do it.
2: Mm.
1: So first thing you have to start telling yourself that you can do it and getting mm. comfortable with the feeling of calling or of saying like, you know, one day I will be a doctor mm. because um, again, I would go, that took me months mm. to get into my brain. I would yeah. really just go on on runs during the day
2: mm.
1: and just tell myself like, I'm going to become a doctor or, mm. you know, I'm capable of this. I'm capable of that. You know,
0: it's Self-hypnosis. Self-hypnosis. <laughs>
1: yeah. Seriously. Yeah. It's like fake, fake it till you make it. Even if you don't believe it, just keep telling yourself, you know, okay. You know, cause, um, yeah. So definitely work on your self-talk, your positive mm. self-talk. Mm. Um, and then try to find a mentor mm. and it's definitely hard again for people that don't have physicians in their families, but yeah. there's a lot of resources at different schools now because a lot of schools are focusing um, on diversity, mm. which is nice. Um, people like me, if you mm. hear podcasts, you can always feel free to reach out. Mm. I'll be more than happy to do it. That's, that's one of my passions as well as mentorship. Wow. Um, yeah. Especially for um for minorities that don't okay, have... guys.
0: Okay, <laughs> guys. Yeah. Now, Andrew, promise if you're listening to this and you aspire to be a medical student, he's going to help you. This is the perk of being on this podcast, okay, guys. Listening to this <laughs> exclusive on the wheel, <laughs> upper only. <laughs> yes, says, yes, go ahead. Go ahead.
1: No, yes, but please do, please do. Um, because again, it could be it could seem daunting, mm. scary mm. going into it, but um, you know, with mentorship and and somebody guiding you, it can. It's definitely
0: possible. Hey, guys, we're taking a short break to make sure that we don't have listening fatigue. If you like the show, please like and subscribe to my Instagram page. There are plenty of contents over there and fun announcements and things I post. Also, a lot of projects going on. I'm releasing a book and sharing lots of other favorite books of mine. So be sure to check it out and see how these books influence the way I think. Let's go back to our conversation with Andrew. All right, you guys, we are back. Welcome back with the conversation between Andrew and I. So before the break, we stop at mentorships. Andrew offers exclusive mentorships for... <laughs> For our listeners on this podcast, reach out to Andrew seriously because if you like Andrew said, if you don't have support and people, physicians and doctors in your family, um, it can be hard to have yourself believing that. And by having someone who support you, mentor you, and encourage you, um, it will be a lot easier to accomplish those things. And I think we'll do another episode next we turn, We dive deeper into mentorship because I think that's so important in life. Um, but anyway, um, my you know i send you a little uh, picture of the agenda but really it is to to share tips and tricks on success on even like studyings and preparing for things and go a little bit into that and then we'll wrap up the conversations
1: sure okay yeah, yeah um, so i think just to finish up with the with the advice yeah i would i would definitely do well in all your undergrad courses mm. um after once you graduate high school everything you do in college will count towards your GPA um, mm. to medical school. So definitely do well in those classes. A lot of people make the mistake of, you know, just kind of not caring about those first couple classes after you graduate high school, but you mm. should definitely do well. Mm. Um, I would say get involved in activities that you really enjoy mm. um, because you need to be a well-rounded student for applications. Um, Uh, And definitely go for longevity rather Mm. than quantity. Mm. Um, Medical schools like seeing commitment. Mm. And rather than doing, you know, 10 different one month long things, they rather see like you stay sticking with one organization for like a year or or more, you know. Mm. Um, Next, I would say shadow a physician. Mm. Just contact Mm. them and and see if you can just shadow because it's important that you that you see that you can see yourself living the life of a physician mm. um so you know what that means
2: mm-hmm.
1: um definitely work on wellness mm. um so if that's uh, you know meditation um you know sports hobbies definitely do that because you're gonna have to fall back on stuff like that mm. when you're in the thick of 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 medical school just studying all day um you know breaking up those study sessions mm. um and then finally i think my biggest advice will be mm. to live what and does that mean I like that, that, yeah i know it's so important to live because i think one of my strengths as an older student i started medical school at 28 um
2: yeah.
1: is that I've, I've experienced a lot in my life already
2: mm-hmm.
1: and it's important because Patients will, you'll, you'll be able to build stronger connections with patients mm. because they know that you've had these different experiences and that could be anything from, you know, ex- exploring your hobbies. Like for my, mine, we're hiking, surfing, mm. film, mm-hmm. things like that. I, you know, mm. you could just build stronger connections with your patients mm. because, you know, you're it not always going to be talking a little about,
0: bit already. Yeah,
1: exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what the ramifications will be for a certain illness or, or things mm. like that. Um, or just to talk, you know, yeah. you're a human, you, you, you don't always have to talk about what the patient is there for. You can mm-hmm. you know break the ice, make them feel a little more calm, you know, let them know, mm. you know, for instance, if they're into sports, you can talk about sports for a little bit,
2: you mm. know, so social scale.
1: Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, it's really, really, really important. Um, yeah. So that's why I never. I, that's why I always hear, and you know, I'm living it now. But it's never too late to start.
0: Yeah, never you know, too I start late. I started
1: at 28, start. but you have that life experience, so it's really yeah. important.
0: Yeah, amazing, Andrew. Yep. Incredible, incredible. Thank you for those advice. Actually, just with those advices, I already think that I could do it. <laughs> <laughs> i won't try i won't try i'll stick with i'll stick with movies and writing books and stuff <gasps> writing books andrew i oh, am working on a book right now oh cool and uh the other the other you were mentioning something earlier but anyway we'll, i have to share that with you on the side uh but i'm really excited because that
1: sounds good uh, um I'm interested to hear about more about that.
0: So yeah, yeah we can talk yeah. later about that. Okay, so anyway, um advice. So let's you know what usually at the um end let's we let us look at some of the things that we went, went through in the conversation here. Um what we talked about so that kind of a sum, summary up of the the whole thing. There's so much more I want to ask you, but I think this we'll just keep this like this for this episode cuz it has a lot, right? We went over sure. You, how we met, and you becoming a student. We exchange things, and we connect. And now we're kind of involved, intermingle with families, and you share a little bit of your family and their support of your transition to uh, medical school over there in, in Minneapolis. And then uh, you just share your your studies, how difficult it is the challenges with families, raising kids, and so on. And you share lots of tips and things about how to for aspiring students to kind of have uh, directions. And the biggest thing is to believe and then find mentorships as well as um, having social skills. So that's a really, really lovely conversations. So I get to know you like a lot more. And this is why I love this so much because when I have my friends up here, we really go deep and I take yeah. notes. I take and I now get to go back and listen to this and really appreciate my friend and love you even more. You know, I would be driving, taking people around in Uber or just hanging out, doing washing dishes or laundry and listening to the conversation I had with my friends really empower me, remind me of how wonderful life is and how many good people are around me. So um, I think we do phenomenal. Let's step in into thank you for that. Um, Let's step into the last section, which I love to do is asking spontaneous questions and you just answer and fire it. Just like one (laughs) sentence answer. Oh, great. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, spontaneous, (laughs) don't think, and just let it out, okay? So let me see here. What is your purpose here?
1: My purpose here is to, I would say, learn as much as I can and love everything.
0: Mm. What brings you fulfillment in life?
1: I would say family and creation
2: Mm.
1: um what else and learning too
0: i I would say Mm, family creation learning okay what is the best advice you could give to someone who wants to be uh, uh to study medical um
1: Make sure that's what you want to do.
0: Because <laughs> you're
1: going to be studying a lot.
0: <laughs> what is the most important thing to you on Earth?
1: Well, now it's my son. <laughs> For sure. Okay. Yeah.
0: Uh, what legacy do you want to leave behind?
1: Um, definitely that... I want to make things easier for other people mm. um. as well as I don't know. I think I'm not sure to be honest. I haven't really thought about that, but yeah. Uh,
0: okay. Next questions. And the last questions, <laughs> yeah. what yeah. do you want to leave behind for your sons after you have left this earth?
1: Definitely. Um, kindness mm. if he if he if he displays kindness mm. to other people mm. then I, you know, I can't ask for anything else for for other people as well as himself as
0: andrew well as himself. i want you to be my dad please <laughs> <laughs> being friend is good too being friend is good too and that's you guys conclude today podcast and before we leave I want to acknowledge and honor you Andrew for coming to this podcast and share authentically with the audience because we um, appreciate authenticity and and deep conversations and sharing from the heart here. And it's, um has been resonating with the audience. So I want to honor and acknowledge you for spending time, you know, precious time with, away from your family and kids to come here and share with us, share with me and let me learn more about you and your process And uh, so I really am grateful for you. Thank you.
1: Thank you. I appreciate you making the time for me as well. And, you know, I always always enjoy talking to you. So (laughs) love you, man.
0: That's it for today's episode. I hope you enjoyed it. Don't forget to leave a rating and turn on your Apple podcast notification for weekly release. Feel free to share this podcast with others who might also enjoyed it. If you're looking for ways to connect, my Instagram handle is in the descriptions. Also, there are plenty of contents for your viewing, so please feel free to check it out. I'm looking forward to seeing you on the next episode of On The Wheel. And this is your host, Chen signing out.